What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 149, almost at 150, almost there. So close. Yeah, so close. Um, guys, I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody, and uh, we have a guest on today, uh, Bryant. And, How you guys uh, doing? Yeah. Uh, do you want to give a quick rundown of what you do? Yeah, of course. Um, first off, congratulations, 150 episodes. That's or yeah. almost 150. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm Bryant. I, I work for a company called The Nerf Report, and uh, we're a YouTube channel where basically every single week we take all the week's gaming news and nerf it down into one show. That way people like me who are constantly traveling for work and don't have time to catch up on the news, all they got to do is watch one show. Um, and we've been doing it. I mean, we're on episode 136. I think it just got posted, but you know, it, it's, it's fun. Wow. It's, it's been fun. So I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you guys inviting me. No, We're the opposite. We take all of the news from the week, put it into two hour long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but there's benefits to that because there's a lot of times I'll get comments to be like, oh, you didn't cover the story. And I'm like, man, it's a 15 minute show. I'm like, I can't right. cover the whole story. Yeah. 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 Now, yeah we've, I've watched uh, a handful of your videos now, uh, especially today. I was trying to kind of get a, a real good feel about you know what you're all about and everything before we had you on the show and you guys do a fantastic job you oh, i mean the production you. quality is incredible so if uh, if you guys I haven't checked them out that. yet definitely go check them out awesome thank you cool uh you can follow us at diggity podcast on instagram and twitter brian where, where can they follow you on uh, social media uh i'm most active on twitter uh yep. so at bryant Chappelle um on twitter or at the nerf report either one uh and you know i shamefully have to admit we have a tiktok now Oh, oh, so uh, okay. you know, we haven't made that, that lead yet. <laughs> <China, baby. laughs> was I, I bursted the TikTok uh, bubble, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't done that one yet. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. I don't know if we can jump on, man. I gotta learn how to. You gotta dance and stuff. Dances and yeah. cat videos. That's gonna be your stuff. realm, Jeff. <laughs> I'm staying <laughs> far away from that. You have the cat. That. You have to take it. It's it's <laughs> natural. That's true enough. Yeah. Uh, guys, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, search Diggity or Diggity Gaming. Uh, and also, uh, if you haven't already, tell your friends about our podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever awesome podcasts are held. We are there. Also, join our Patreon for exclusive Discord, exclusive content, and the world-famous Diggity Diggity. Uh, with that, let's jump into a, a topic uh, that we discuss every episode, which is uh, what we're currently playing. So, Bryant, do you actually want to uh, start us off with this, being the guest? Yeah, uh, I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends. Uh, okay. It's kind of my religious game every single week. Uh, I'm striving mm -hmm. to get to uh, level 100, and they just dropped the old map, the original map, onto the uh, to the game. So that's been fun. And then I'm uh, using Google Stadia. I've been uh, testing uh, Metro Exodus. So that's that's kind of been fun. Sweet. Had to fun? Kind of Is fun. It going all right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's going all right. I mean, there's definitely points where I'm running it on my computer, and I'm like, hmm, that's it's it's not the same quality. But when you run it on the Chromecast, mm -hmm. um, it's it's just like a PlayStation. Really? Like it, yeah. Right. And right, I awesome. always preface that by saying, like, I live in Austin, Texas. We have Dude. 300 megabit internet, and we also have gigabit internet. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. kind of in that perfect bubble that Stadia has to be in to operate. Yeah. Um, we'll because once you get out of it. Uh, it gets nasty. It gets really bad. Yeah, we're in Indiana, and like the best you can get around here is like hundred megabits. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My new apartment building, two fifty. Ooh, what? Comcast. 
<laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and, the other, and the other guys in town that supposedly have gig internet are going bankrupt. So that's not <laughs> so absolutely truthful. Um, when you're not inside of a little tech hub or a, a decently sized tech hub, that yeah, it's not going to work out so well for you. What about you, Brody? What do you what do you what do you play these days? Uh, still Modern Warfare, still Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Um, I I made some serious progress in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. I think I got like seven hours in this weekend. In it, mm-hmm. so that's chipping away at it. Uh, I jumped back into Horizon Zero Dawn for Ooh. a short period of time. Um, and I actually played a little bit of the Division 2 with the, the new DLC right around the corner. I, I kind of dipped my toes back in. I didn't stay very long, but I dipped my toes back in. So that, that about sums up what I've been doing. How about well, you, Jeff? Been playing two games. So, one, been grinding through Nino Kuni on the Switch. Mm, having yeah. a blast of that um and then uh <clears throat> unfortunately i decided uh, upon myself to take on the star wars battlefront 2 campaign and, uh, <laughs> yeah so i played i mean I feeling played, brave yeah I, I played multiplayer for a long time and then i was like ah oh, you know what like i'll, I'll give the campaign again and check this out Boy, what a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> that was not great. Well, actually, I've got a question since you brought up Battlefront. Um, we have a kind of an ongoing joke on our show that anytime EA Star Wars posts anything about Battlefront, we always reply back with hashtag where are the Gungans? Because <laughs> this entire game exists Absolutely. and there's no Gungans. There's no Jar Jars. Good there's point. no Boss Nass. And it's like you have uh, this is a Star Wars nerd coming out of me, but it's like the droids <laughs> and the clones. Where are the where are the Gungans? Bring them in. Yeah, yeah but everybody yeah. needs Jar Jar. They were too, <laughs> they were too scared to give what people wanted. Yeah, pink Darth Vader and Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <what we> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, so our first little tidbit here that we always do on our Tuesday, or sorry, Wednesday episode is the upcoming games for the week. Unless you were going to say something else, Jeff. You look confused. No, go for it, buddy. Okay. (laughs) So February 27th, Mousecraft is coming to Switch. Overpass is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, February 28th, Bloodroots is coming to PC, PS4, and Switch. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows, is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And on March 3rd, the Division 2 Warlords of New York expansion is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Any... uh... Any big things to stand out here for anybody? What is the division expansion? I've I've kind of slept on that. What is that going to include? Uh, returning back to New York, and Ooh. which is kind of cool. I'm excited about that. It's a different season. It's not just snowy this time. And um, I'm drawing a blank on the dude's name, but Aaron Aaron something from the the first one that showed up quite a bit. Uh, he's like the main villain of this expansion. He's like that the first agent that went rogue. Um, so it it looks like it's pretty cool i i'm i love the gameplay of of it and i just kind of usually get um to a point where i get bored of just going through area to area because mm-hmm. i'm very much one of those people that starts at one portion of the map and does everything and just works their way across the map so it 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 wears on you after a while um but i am excited for this um i know we have some buddies that are going to be playing it for sure so i'm, I'm kind of oh. trying to get back into it that's cool 
Yep. Uh, guys, your March Xbox games with gold have also been announced. So for Xbox One, Batman, the Enemy Thin, the complete season will be available March 1st to 31st. And uh, Shantae, Half Genie Hero will be available March 16th to April 15th. For Xbox 360, backwards compact games, you get Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2, which is also available March 1st to the 15th. And Sonic Generations, obviously because that Sonic movie out, uh, March 16th to the 31st, which also I cannot believe how many people went and saw Sonic. Mind. A lot of people went and saw Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a way to take a disaster and turn it into a gold mine, essentially. You I mean, know, there was that old saying, like when they people were complaining about how ugly Sonic looked like, and they're like, oh, now they're going to have to go back and fix it. You better go see the movie. And I'm with you, man. I'm glad so many people went to go see this movie because yeah. the cost of fixing it, I, I would hate to see how much it cost. Oh, yeah. It had to be insane. We had a, a running joke slash theory uh, that very well could be true that it was all just a big marketing ploy. That's genius. I <laughs> haven't heard that yet. Genius. That's genius. Yeah, it would be absolutely genius. I don't know if they did that or not, but it I mean, would be genius. Hope, I kind of hope that's what it was because the first iteration of Sonic <laughs> was absolutely you nightmarish. Not, yeah, surely you could not look at that and be like, no, this is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so Spawn is going to be the next DLC fighter for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, this isn't really new information, but it was announced almost a year ago now because uh, they kind of showed their whole uh, roadmap for DLC characters. Uh, and it does appear that this will be a, the next character and he will be launching in March. Uh, so I think they actually ended up skipping one in the order that they originally showed off, which I think was Anne, if I remember correctly. Um, so, yeah, cool. I'm all for Spawn. I like Spawn. Yeah, that's a cool addition to the character. I'm just not a big Mortal Kombat dude. I'm not a big fighting guy at all, other than Super Smash Bros. <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Brian, what about you? You? I uh, I haven't played a fighting game probably in like 10 years. It's been a are long they, time. Really? So are they like actually, I mean, I haven't looked into it. Are they growing? Or is it just like such a dedicated base of players? I mean, you look at like Super Smash Brothers, and I mean that's yeah, 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 yeah. bonkers. Um, yeah, and I know this last Mortal Kombat was a pretty huge, um, I guess I want to say chapter to the whole entire franchise. But it's just it feels like it's it's just like the Madden effect. I feel like it's the same game over and over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Um. So it's hard for me to get really excited. Like Spawn, yeah, that's cool. But it's like from a guy like me who hasn't played a fighting game in ten years, that's not going to get. It's also Spawn, which is cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a pretty niche character in some. Yeah, yeah. And if some forgotten. big Spawn fan list is listening right now, and they're like, yeah, "What did they, they just say?" And they, <laughs> someone is going to hunt us down. Yeah, um, uh, so I, oh, fight, like fighting games for me, I'm just god awful at them. Like I do okay in Smash Bros. I'm usually you know uh, top of the leaderboard type Smash, but like. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and stuff, I can't, or Tekken even, like, I can't do it. Like, the combos, I never can seem to get them to work properly, <laughs> and I just end up button mashing until I get my ass kicked. <laughs> That's pretty much me, also. Um, GDC is now seeing more companies drop out, so we actually just talked about this before we uh, went live and hit record, um, but EA and Kojima Produc- uh, Productions uh, have now also joined others in stepping away from the Game Developers Conference due to the uh, coronavirus uh kind of crazy how fast this is uh catching on with canceling things out i mean i won't make a joke but if kojima productions went there it would kind of go in line with death stranding a little bit there'd be nobody there (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) oh Uh. 
It'd just be Kojima with a backpack walking around. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at this point, like, you think they're even going to have GDC? You think they're going to cancel it? I mean, there's been quite a few major, uh, like, uh, companies that have dropped out at this point. See, my concern in this situation is I think GDC and uh, PAX East are being affected because they're now, but E3 is what in June. June? Yeah, so yeah. if this doesn't get better, or if you know, like the CDC said today, I think America is like, you know, it's not if but when. You know, E3 takes place right in the United States. So it's like, what is that going to do to a convention like that? That's already having people back out of it. So um, it's going to be a fascinating story for this year. Yeah, I'm curious to see um, what they do at GDC. I feel like maybe they'll get rid of like the, the show floor maybe. And they'll just close it off to just devs for like sessions or whatever. Because there's a lot of local devs in, in San Fran and, and around mm-hmm. the area as well. That I mean, you can still make it there and it's not a big deal, but. So GDC takes place uh, March 16th through March 20th. So there is still time for them to go ahead and shut that down if it does get worse at this point, you know, if more companies drop out. But, I mean, PAX East is, what, this weekend? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) there's not really any, I I don't know. We've only seen, I think, uh, who was it that dropped out of PAX East? There was only, like, one company so far. Uh, You had PlayStation, Capcom, Square Enix, and uh, there was one other one that backed out, I think. Yeah, there was a handful. Um, So, I mean, and I guess they're still going on with that. So unless things continue to to progress in the way they have been, I mean, uh, GDC might still happen. Maybe I think Maybe. you're onto something with the classes and the, the panels and stuff like that. The closed door stuff happening behind the scenes yeah. will happen, but yeah. um, big press conferences like Stadia did last year. I don't think that that's going to happen. And I don't think that they're going to have a, a show floor. I think that's just too big of a risk at this point. Yeah. Well, I'll rent somewhere that. and put out a direct style presentation and call yeah. it a day. Keep, keep your employees healthy. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine also, there's a lot of just people like backing out of just traveling there after buying their tickets or asking for refunds. I mean, I would assume Pax East probably has refunds, you know, at the Wazoo right now. Oh, I'm sure. So it's a case of coronavirus in Boston, so it's like extra sketchy yeah. in some some form. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it's kind of interesting too because it's like if it was just all U.S. devs or whatever going to it, I don't think it'd really be a problem right now. I think it's more when it's the international side and San Francisco being, you know, right there on the Pacific. I mean, it's gonna you have a lot of traveling back and forth from. Nations. Well, and it's just like we talked about before we got went on air. Is it's it's the circle, or I guess it's the the spider effect of the web. All it takes is one point, and someone touches a yeah. handrail, and that person shakes a hand with this person, and just it spreads like crazy. So uh, I get the caution on the side of the developers, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully it survives. Hopefully, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition may be coming really soon. Uh, So the game has now officially received a T rating from the ESRB, and last week it actually received classification in Korea. Uh, These ratings tend to point towards development being nearly done and that the game may be coming out fairly soon. Uh, It's usually one of the the last things at the end of the finish line type of deal. Um, This is the first bit of news we've really heard about the game since it was shown off in a Nintendo Direct in early September, Uh, and it kind of brings out the question of maybe we're finally going to get that Nintendo direct. We've been patiently waiting for, uh, other than like the animal crossing, obviously, but I, I mean a, a proper Nintendo direct where we get some new announcements and maybe find out what's going to happen in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's a tough question. Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> it will be an interesting story of what Nintendo, what surprises Nintendo may or may not have um, that they're not talking about. Because right now, what do you got? You got Metroid that's still under development. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then Breath of the Wild. So those are the big two games that are kind of confirmed that we don't know where they're going to land. Yeah, and um, I, I saw a, a brief interview. There wasn't enough to make a news story out of it, but uh, they were talking about Bayonetta 3, and mm. it was very much like, a, hey, development's going great. We'll keep you updated kind of thing. You're like, yeah. that tells me nothing. I'm not even going to bother putting it in my show notes type of thing, but uh, it, I guess that is another one that's just kind of lingering out there, unless they come out with something like a, you know, a Pikmin or a Double Dash. Dude, that's my theory that's my so theory. what's your guys's big nintendo switch wish if you could have one game announced oh. what would it be it would definitely be double dash 100 okay or or a mario kart that gives you the ability to team up on the same cart together oh, so i mean dash. getting rid of that mechanic from back mm. in gamecube days i think was a, a huge mistake oh, i yeah. get the motorcycle stuff whatever and the carts but give that ability mm-hmm uh, I don't know if I have a, a a real big wish right now. I do really enjoy Pikmin. Uh, I am excited yeah. about um, Metroid, but I don't. I, there's not really any like huge Nintendo IPs that I'm missing in my life right now. I'm just patiently waiting for Zelda: Breath of the Wild too. See, my mine is uh, Star Fox. That's Ooh, the game that, that I'm like, you haven't heard anything about it, and I'm like, it's been a while. Just give me a classic Star Fox 64 style game and just, just drop it. That's my major hang up on the star or on Star Fox in general is just the fact that everyone always references 64 <laughs> or or even the original, you know, like yeah. it's one of those things they've made a ton of games. One day. Nobody cares about any of them except for the one that released oh, yeah. in the N64. Yeah. yeah. I, just I just give us a classic Star Fox. That's all we're asking for. We yeah. don't need Star Fox Adventures, whatever the hell nightmare <laughs> that was. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. the chicken Walker. That was awesome, man. <laughs> Yeah, chicken yeah, that was great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great uh, idea. Yeah, that that's an IP that I feel they they've tried to capitalize on and they just have not hit the mark. Yeah, many of times. I need to see Slippy in HD. <laughs> Slippy needs to be in HD, and there needs to be a big a big part of Slippy in it. So, like when uh, Joel gets knocked down in The Last of Us and Ellie takes over, Fox gets knocked down and Slippy comes for the rescue. rescue yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slippy, like, end of campaign, Slippy dives in front of like an oncoming piece of like shrapnel to save Fox <laughs> and takes it like right through the chest. Doug Bowser. And, and it's, this is my one yeah. true hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then all you hear from him is just, oh. <laughs> and he dies off. You joke, but I bet Doug Bowser is listening right now, taking notes and being like, this is what we're doing. Next Doug direct. Bowser should not listen to us on a weekly basis. At all. Um, Overwatch uh, is testing experimental mode uh, and it's been revealed. So triple damage will change up the traditional team composition to alter the basic makeup of the standard team. Uh, instead of a normal split of two damage heroes, two support heroes, and two tanks, there will now be three damage dealing heroes and one tank while, st while still keeping uh, two support heroes. So one of the main reasonings behind this change is to hopefully reduce roll queue uh, times, which we've discussed on the show many times in the fact that when you're in competitive, it is so long of a wait to be a damage character in the queue times. Um, 
and people have complained about this numerous times of, of it being like 10 minutes per match waiting. And that's just crazy. And nobody got time for that. Uh, and to go alongside this experiment, Blizzard will be balancing some tank characters to make them better at solo tanking. But these changes will only be made inside of the triple damage mode. Uh, Jeff Kaplan said that the experimental card is uh, sorry, experimental mode is really focused on radical gameplay changes or things that we want to try out and get our direct player feedback on. We are unsure of these. Uh, to that effect, some of the tweaks Blizzard ends up testing uh, through the system could be abandoned completely or changed down the road. So I think it's good. I mean, people want to be more damage. And I've said it like week after week on this where I went back to Overwatch and it's just like, oh my God, like the, the queuing for a damage character. All they can play is tank or healer. And like they incentivize, right? You know, you get like plus extra, you know, experience for 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 playing a healer. But it's, I mean, so only so many times I want to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I want to be. See, that's interesting. Extra. I didn't even know they were doing that. That's uh, I haven't played Overwatch in a while, but that's interesting that there's not enough people playing healers, so they're like, oh, you get more XP. That's cool. What's yeah, so messed it, up it, is we like it that was the straw that kind of broke the camel's back for me with overwatch was these long queue times because once they added in the the roll cues like that like i play a healer i i generally play a healer or a tank or whatever's needed but i Mm -hmm. I hardly ever play damage and so we'd pair up and we'd be trying to find a match and just the two of us it'd be like 13 14 minutes just to find a match and i'm like i'm I'm done i'm out (laughs) that's like half my my gaming time is spent just waiting yeah it's insane and it's like, I don't know if three damage is really going to help it. I mean, I feel like, every, <laughs> I feel like telling everybody about this now, everyone's going to want to go do, and be damaged. So the weights are just going to go up even more. But I mean, it was cool when they did it because you just you just picked a role and that was it for competitive. And so people couldn't like throw your match, you know, being like all tanks or someone wanted to be, you know, the, the majority of you wanted to be damaged. But there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. For sure. Uh, so the short-term Temtem roadmap has been revealed. Um, so spring 2020, they want to have ranked matchmaking version one out, spectator mode version one out, in-game chat, chat bubbles, and club management. Uh, by summer 2020, they want to have a new island of Kis- uh, Sorry, Kisawa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> approximately 25 new Temtems. Uh, player housing, climbing gear, and emotes version two. And fall 2020, they want to have another new island called Sipamuka. <laughs> Approximately 25 new Tim Tims. I love made up words. They're mm-hmm. really difficult to pronounce. Uh, a first mythical Tim Tim, end game tournaments, a quest diary, and achievements. Uh, they also revealed that um, midterm roadmap will be revealed tomorrow, uh, which will actually be the day this is coming out. And this will include things such as a trading house, dojo wars, and some details about in-game island that will be eventually released. So this is cool. Uh, that was one of the big things when I played through this game that it was weird because you like travel down a path and you get to the end of it and there'd be a house with a sign that says coming soon on the outside of it. And it was really bizarre and completely was just jarring and took you out of the experience. Um so to see some of these things kind of fleshed out and filled out and like I've ran into a couple places where it's like, oh, you need climbing gear. OK, well, I can't do anything with that right now. So that's that's not helpful. But um, I actually really did enjoy my time with this game and the fact that they, you know, are pursuing all the the development process that they they said they would in the Kickstarter. I mean, uh, yeah, they say that, but it's not necessarily always a given. We've seen uh, other situations where they don't 
fully succeed in, in completing the things they say they're going to complete. Uh, so I, I think it's good. I think this is awesome, and they, they seem to be doing a pretty good job so far. How long did it take you to – I mean, did you catch every Temtem that there is? No. Or, oh, okay. No, I haven't even beat the game yet. I, I'm okay. so scatterbrained when it comes to games. I bounce and back mm-hmm. and forth between games left and right. I have usually like one or two main games, and then I play like – uh, three or four other games on the side and bounce back and forth and stuff. But uh, this is one I really do want to return to because I, I, I actually really did enjoy it. Um, and like I said, I, I was I was still pretty early on. I only got a handful of hours with it. And it's still only on PC, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, for now. Okay. It, it supposedly is coming to Switch and I believe Xbox and PlayStation as well. I know for a fact it's coming to Switch, but... Uh, did this yeah, launch it, before Pokemon? No. It just launched in January, January 20th, I believe. That's wild. Cause I see, I mean, a lot of people are still talking about it, which is pretty awesome. The fact that it can contend. Yeah. Yeah. It seems I mean, to be uh, staying right in the headlines and people are continually talking about it. And I think that's impressive because it's obviously up a big, uh, up against big competition. I mean, Pokemon, some people weren't too fond of this year, but, or this last year. Uh, but I, I think it's done a good job of kind of filling in a, a whole nother side of the market. And I think mm-hmm, it, it sure. complements Pokemon in a, in a good way. I don't think it necessarily replaces Pokemon because there's still yeah. nostalgia attached to Pokemon. Right. But I think it, I think it definitely complements it. It is a little bit of a nice gap filler in there and something that can coexist with it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, under the meat of the podcast, big announcement made by P3. So uh, the new Xbox Series X specs were announced, officially announced. Some of these we already knew, um, but they, they made them completely official. So uh, we'll just run through them quick, and then we can discuss uh, on everything. So 12 teraflops is what's going to have inside of it. It's not a made-up word. Uh, you'll have variable rate shading, uh, hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, which is pretty surprising with the hardware aspect of it. Uh, quick resume for multiple games uh, and smart delivery, which is probably one of the biggest things that people took to on Twitter, which was uh, if you purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console uh, they choose to play on is what was quoted uh, from the tweet and from the announcement. And basically means that, you know, if you were to purchase, I'll use that as an example, because it probably will it'll never happen. But Skyrim, if you purchase Skyrim on Xbox one, the Xbox series X version, will be given to you for free through smart delivery in a, just a different package through the store. So you can play it in all of its glory with its ray tracing and it's 12 teraflops of power. Um, then cross by also uh, notates to that as well. Um, and then uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, came through and uh, said is the only third party developer to confirm that they will be actually doing this cross by uh, as mentioned, which is going to be, uh, I mean, kudos to them. I mean, that's yeah. that's for going a decent amount of profit right there. A ton of profit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tons. So. Especially because, I mean, if that game is as good as everyone is hoping it's going to be or even close to, like it, it's just going to sell like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then when the next generation comes out, people would buy it again just to see it in all of its upscaled glory. Like, I, I They're leaving a lot of money on the table, but it's also kind of something you expect from CD project red at this point, they've been pretty good good about, you know, pleasing fans and things. Uh, The smart delivery for me, and this is kind of confusing only because it seems like there's some mixed messages going on to where, you know, they're saying purchase a title, but then they have the cross by, which is also basically the same thing, but repackaged in a way. And 
basically we we know that it's going to be for first party titles but as far as like your example you know skyrim it'll be on i'm sure it'll be on the xbox series x and the playstation 5 but is this i mean is it actually going to be something that will carry forward because it has been kind of a weird way of presenting this in all honesty different articles say different things and even in in their own like press release for it it was kind of off Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very around the bush. Oh shoot! Who's who's answering this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I'll just, I'll just talk to myself. Oh, so Brody, this is what I. Think. Yeah. No, I think the the cross by thing it, it definitely definitely has wheels on it, and uh, like you guys said, kudos to Xbox for doing it because um, it's really putting pressure on uh, PlayStation now to to either follow up yeah. and do the exact same thing. But um, it, it, it's something that I, I've got some friends at EA um, or a friend that used to work at EA. And two years ago, when we started talking about uh, the next generation consoles, they kind of hinted at the fact that um, there's not going to be that gap between the, uh, the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X, that yeah. all of your games are going to transition over. Um, and same with the PlayStation, that that was the impression that EA was told. Um, so for me, this is kind of like, a you know, yeah, it's good on them. Um, but like you said, all it takes is one major developer like Ubisoft or Activision to be like, hey, we're not going to partake in this. Um, we're we're going to keep doing things the way we've always done. And it's just going to create a cataclysm of bad press. Yeah. But um, hey, you know, We'll see what happens. We're not going to make Just Dance cross by. <laughs> it's going to be Bethesda that does that. <laughs> buy, to buy it again. I don't yeah, know. But- I don't think so. I think if anyone does that, it's like death by like a thousand mm-hmm. <laughs> paper gods. Yeah, I mean, you're literally- I'm sorry. Have you have you watched what Bethesda has done over the <laughs> yeah, last Yeah, I know. Year? But I mean, this time <laughs> around, I mean, good Fallout God. 76 Xbox yeah. Series X edition. Yeah. Also, oh, would you works. like to buy Skyrim again? <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> You know they're going to bring Skyrim, but then, oh, oh. perfect E3 announcements. We're bringing Skyrim <laughs> to the next, con- <laughs> the next consoles, and it's going to be free if you own it already. If you don't, go buy it. <laughs> also, Fallout 76 is coming to the next gen. Yeah. Certainly. It's got to. It, they'll absolutely do that, and mm-hmm. nobody will buy it again. I think that game's going free to play. Yeah. 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 But um, you would think- out of the big independent developers i mean are not indie i guess but like the big third-party developers of like mm. activision ea ubisoft and bethesda bethesda definitely i could see it and activision's the only other one to be like hey you bought call of duty for the xbox sorry you're gonna have to buy call of duty for the xbox series x as well with some like bs excuse yeah but We're it comes with a remastered able. version of you know something like that's that's how i see it mm-hmm. yeah and it i mean it is a big challenge for a company i mean you think about it like they're going to take a game that was made for, you know, Xbox One hardware, and now they're going to have to try to basically build an entire new version of it to or up-res it to be able to work on, you know, and, and, and use the best performance of that thing. That's going to be a cost. Well, so. and the flip side of this as well is like I still, you know, kudos to Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red, but at the same time, there's a part of me that's like, I want to see what the up-resed version is really going to look like. And what is that up-resed version on the Xbox Series X versus you just took a couple extra months and focused on actually putting the Xbox Series X to the limits yeah. and create a cyberpunk that way. Because 
at the end of the day, I'd pay sixty dollars more for a game that's sure. going to you know use my Xbox Series X to the full potential. Yeah, because yeah. you'll have this awkward moment where you'll have like the new Halo on there, and it'll just be like looking gorgeous. And you're right, you might have some of these where it's just like, yeah, just throw it up there. Yeah, right. Like seventy six, I think would benefit immensely from that. Just granted, all the issues that people have with the graphics in it. You know, if they took the extra time to, uh, and also the bugs, but <laughs> if they fix, they fix those, you know, that'd be great. How much but time do we have? <laughs> exactly. Um, I actually saw a, a pretty interesting graphic um, comparison uh, or comparing uh, the all the Xboxes uh, to this one in terms of power. So a hundred, a thousand gigaflops is one teraflop which is hilarious. The words are just ridiculous. The, I swear it's still a made up word. Right. <laughs> like it, right. It, it sounds like something straight out of like Star Trek or something. So, so the Xbox 360 was five point or the original Xbox story is 5.8 gigaflops. Mm. Okay. 41.3 original Xboxes were equal to one Xbox 360. All right. The Xbox 360 was about 240 gigaflops. All right. The Xbox One, it took, it, it has a power of 5.45 Xbox 360s in the original, you know, day one Xbox One. All right. The Xbox One had 1.31 teraflops in it. Okay. Now, 4.58 Xbox Ones equal one Xbox One X currently. And the Xbox One X currently has six teraflops of power into it, which I think is being greatly underutilized. And then two Xbox One Xs essentially, you know, equal one Xbox Series X. So, That's and then I saw incredible. a great one too, where it's the like GameCube one, one, and yeah, it's eleven hundred <laughs> GameCubes. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know favorite. if you guys covered this on the last one, but uh, Daniel Maud, he's an industry and a- analyst, and uh, he posted a tweet this week that was talking about the uh, specs inside of the Xbox Series X and how back in 2001, like the IBM ASC2, uh, it was like a supercomputer that they built. Yeah. Um, it cost $110 million to build in 2001. And here we are about to get it in our house for like maybe under a thousand dollars. That's absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think the pricing is going to be? Uh, I, 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 if I, uh, man, uh, five ninety nine. Yeah, I was thinking that too. The economy's it's, done pretty well. I think you, pe- well, minus today, yesterday, <laughs> but the, but the um, you know, I, I just think they can easily charge like. 600 650 for the thing and people yeah and it's it's like a pc i mean that's what yeah. it is so if you compare it to like a desktop pc i mean that maybe even closer to seven to get those specs but i think 599 is competitive enough that even if sony went in at 499 or you know 470 or whatever they're speculating i think you can still get that market what are they speculating uh the there was a company i think it was last month that leaked the specs and they said to build it, it was like 470 dollars Okay, um, so they might sell at break or at loss. Yeah. Because most so, of them sell at loss, but yeah. Yeah. So and, and that's gonna be the telling sign. So like does Sony go in at 450 or do they go in at 499? Or you know, what do they decide to do? But um, I don't see Sony breaching five at all. Yeah. Remember yeah, when they, did the they PS3? Yeah, I was gonna say PS3, <laughs> they said it was gonna be six hundred dollars and six hundred the internet lost its mind. Without the boomerang controller, I think they should bring the boomerang controller back. <laughs> 
the special <laughs> edition, dude. That was awesome looking. I think Xbox is going to be walking a a weird line here, and I this is kind of why I hope that all the specs that we're getting are for the, like the high end model of this. Cause I assume when you're calling it a series X, I assume there's going to be a couple models. Right. And so in my mind, I hope that there's also one that's going to be a little bit cheaper because this is going to be a thing where in order to make this feasible, it is going to have to be at least $600. Like mm-hmm. otherwise they're going to be taking a huge loss on, on these consoles, which again, they take a loss generally, but I, I imagine that to produce this is, probably pretty salty so i'm i'm thinking that yeah i think this one is going to be 600 but i also hope they do one that's you know um still more powerful than an xbox one x but also not as powerful as this and they can hit you know that that sweet spot of like a 450 500 or something like that uh, yeah. you know something a little bit more feasible because i mean dropping 600 dollars on a console is it's a lot of money it is i mean for console gamers so what's and it'll be about, oh, oh, go ahead. ahead no you can go ahead oh what's crazy too is that it has um amd's rdna 2.0 technology which won't even be in pcs when the time this thing launches like they have it ahead of time so this thing actually <clears throat> i mean it doesn't there's some like nvidia cards and stuff and chips out there that are gonna surpass this on the pcn but it's not many like when this thing comes out it's gonna be pretty heavily intensive on the graphic department comparable to you know as high as you can go PC wise, as much as that might kill PC players to say, but oh yeah, you know obviously we'll get I, outranked. But you know, I was reading some some art, or <clears throat> not articles, but some people on the internet just kind of talking about that. And basically, to be where this is hoping to be, it would cost someone like thirteen hundred dollars to make this upgrade almost <laughs> on a PC. Like it, it's <laughs> disgusting. That's why I'm like, I don't know how else they would be anywhere under six hundred dollars for this thing. Master like, race, man. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Until an Xbox <laughs> comes in and shows you up. <laughs> you guess, know, yeah. it's funny. You mentioned like the family of devices and that's going to be interesting because, you know, they're all on this cross-generational push of like Xbox One X games will run on uh, Xbox Series X and Halo and yeah. Hellblade are both coming to the Xbox One. It'll be interesting how long it takes Microsoft to be like, hey, we're finally going to put an axe in the Xbox One. Um, yeah. and, and when that like, I guess, Xbox Series X s slim or whatever it's going to be um (laughs) whatever that comes out it's going to be fascinating because how do you how do you resignate that to the audiences and how do you make sure that that doesn't get mistranslated and also with all the streaming stuff Mm. i mean how do you i I mean the window in my mind to creating a slim slim system is like narrowing because then you have stuff like stadia you have x cloud all that kind of stuff i mean when does it just stop with a box. I mean, there's so much R and D that goes into this stuff versus just using their Azure technology. Oh, for sure. Or you find a way down the road where you don't actually come out with, you know, another Xbox in in six or seven years, just your act, your Xbox can then access the Azure, you know, unit and half of your Xbox is in a database somewhere running certain things. And then the actual hardcore system itself is also doing the other work as well. I mean, it's 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 fascinating to see them turn it into a service. It's also crazy that it's hardware accelerated ray tracing. So a lot of people thought it was going to be software based. It's all hardware side, and it's, it's the hardware it's side, awesome. which it would have lacked. I mean, it wouldn't. You would have. It would have been great to see the software stuff still, but it. Uh, it, it. I mean, it was kind of surprising to me when I saw it. I mean, I was like, that's that's pretty nuts. 
that they're actually going to do that. So good on them. Let's see what Sony brings up. I mean, the thing I think is that it's going to the Sony side is going to be the exact same. I doubt there's going to be this big difference. I don't come down it, to games that's, again. That's that's really hard to tell. I mean, if they're saying roughly it costs you know four hundred and seventy bucks to produce or whatever, I don't I don't think it's this. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it has this computing power and. I I know before we started, you were saying you're a PlayStation <clears throat> guy and uh, we both play on Xbox predominantly. Mm-hmm. I also have a PlayStation as well. And I, I love my PlayStation 4 Pro, but um, I mean, I, the Xbox One X is significantly more powerful. And I mean, you can't argue that like it, oh, yeah, it no, is, yeah. you know, yeah. um, but and then to see this where it's doubling that, I just I don't know if PlayStation's going to be able to make that jump quite. I mean that that's a significant jump. Yeah, um, it, the the things I've been hearing, and I and I agree with you 100. I I do not think that Sony is going to beat them on teraflops really? and specs and stuff like that because um, I think the the early stuff that's been coming out that they've got some pretty high teraflops, but what they're saying is that their software or that their the yes. hardware inside of it is going to be able to do more with less. Um, and even with Less the current X, yeah, like even with the current X, you have what eight teraflops in it or something like that. I think it's six, 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 six yeah. And with most games that are out today, it's not even using no. Full. So it's no. like for Sony no. to be like, oh, we're going to come out with sixteen and jack the price up to you know a hundred or two hundred dollars more. Um, I think Sony is going to go the safe route where they're just going to say we're going to come out with the console. It's going to be significantly better than the Pro and the original PlayStation Four. Um, and we're just going to keep producing content. I think that yeah. Sony's message is going to be content with like Horizon 2 and Spider-Man 2 and God of War 2 um, and, and also new titles. But it's also like that's what Sony's been doing for the last. There's nothing special about a PlayStation 4. It's just it's what's on it. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I, I take back my answer. I, th- <laughs> I think that they're going to do a lesser <laughs> PlayStation 4. And then I think that they'll do a or, sorry PS5 and I think they'll do a PS5 Pro to match the. Yeah. Yeah. the series x that would be the smart way to do it because at the end of the day Double like dip. i don't have a pro i'm still going off the original day one playstation 4 so yeah. for me going to the ps5 it's going to be a massive jump in technology yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um yeah. so it's like if they were to do a ps5 pro uh, my wife would never approve me to buy that but um, <laughs> yeah. um, it's one of those things that it's like it's definitely worth it it would be 100 percent worth it yeah, yeah and the I, software side is brilliant Oh, sorry, bro. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Oh, the, I, the software side. Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> we did it again. You want to get now? No, you go. Do you guys remember when I said I used Comcast? <laughs> I completely took a dump at the same time. Don't worry. Yeah, mine did too. I was just like, I don't oh, know what went down. Thanks, Hangout. As you were starting to talk about the pixels, and Google was like, got the kill switch, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 like, no. Shut up. <laughs> don't let this man talk about our phone that no one buys anymore. Um, yeah, no, for like Google Pixel, right? Like the software side speaks to a lot of people be like, oh, that's kind of a cop out. But the the Pixel processing power inside of it, you know, cool, great. The camera, most of the camera upgrades are actually attributed to software mm-hmm. in most of these new versions and their abilities in it. And it, I mean, it, it makes a massive, massive difference. And honestly, from an Xbox perspective, Xbox isn't the greatest at making UI and an internal sound system that runs smooth. Have you been reading my group chats? Have you been hacking into my... <laughs> right? I just got a... My buddy just gave me an Xbox One to use for demos, and uh, 
I've been having to get used to the the UI again, and I've just been texting oh, them. I'm dude. like, what do I do? How do I do this? Well, I, I it's don't so know. confusing for no reason. <laughs> I mean, the PS4, um, you know, U, UI is a, is a little bland, but it works. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's simplistic, right? Left, right, and up and down. That's it. Um, and the uh, Xbox One is just like, let's just make as many little windows as we, you know, possibly can, and then it confuse people with pins. And shortcuts, and then this shortcut does this, but this pin doesn't do this. And oh, you mean let's make the biggest square of the game that you just played, but it might not be the one that is currently in your Xbox? Okay, let's, <laughs> let's do that also. It, it seems so odd for Microsoft to come out the gate and really just put it out on the table with this. I mean, this giant crazy console, when we know that streaming is pretty much around the corner, it's like three years away. So you got you're going to be selling this this console that's just insane and then in you know 3 4 years or whatever people are going to be playing off of a stick that's plugged into the back of their <laughs> of their TV right and so it, it does seem slightly counterintuitive but i i'm i'm so interested to see what they do with this because i i have a hard time believing that this is the only console that's going to launch at the same time i i genuinely believe they will have two SKUs of this at launch well, so you got a couple things going on with the streaming side, and I've been doing a lot of research on this for the past couple of days. Um, number one, you got Amazon who's jumping into streaming. Yeah, um, they're about to announce their stuff this year. But number two, what interests me about the X Cloud the most is that you can actually use your Xbox as the Stadia oh, server. That's true, I forgot so about yeah. that. You have yeah. this powerful Xbox Series X server essentially in your house. Um, I have to imagine that's going to be the best way to play. Oh, I'm sure. Um, streaming from like a Microsoft yeah. server through the web, kind of like how Stadia works, that's going to be significantly downgraded compared to streaming to your Xbox Series X. So there's definitely benefits to it. But um, to your point, once streaming technology gets there and with Stadia at my house, it's already at the point where it's at the same quality as my original PlayStation 4. Um it's going to get scary. It's going to be very scary about, you know, you're going to go into GameStop or Goodwill and you're just going to see stacks of PlayStation 4s or PlayStation 5s or Xbox Series X. Oh, um, yeah. It's going to be bizarre. It, it 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 really is exciting, though. Like this last generation, like I was excited, you know, just for a better console. But this one, <laughs> this this generation for me is so much more exciting. Like I think there's so much more possibilities and so many doors that have opened since the the xbox one and the playstation 4 originally launched and it's just really it it genuinely is pretty cool and i'm i still have a day one xbox one uh and i i did end up getting a pro because i bought the playstation later on just to play some exclusives type of Mm -hmm. thing but um yeah i i I am truly excited about this like chugging though dude Oh, it's hurting. There's some games I, I absolutely jogging. cannot play on my on my day one Xbox. Like it, it just won't do it. Like um, they put out uh, what was that? Black Desert. I can't play it. Mm. it it's so incredibly <laughs> choppy, and it just doesn't do it. But I didn't want to make that upgrade. And I don't that's know. the I thing that made me sell my Xbox originally because I had the day one, and then all my friends got the X, and we'd play games like PUBG or Ark, and I would be oh, frozen. Yeah. And they'd be like running around looting or they'd have no issue whatsoever. <laughs> and I was just like, what is this? I was like, how are you going to do me like this, Phil Spencer? Those are like two of the most demanding uh, games that have not yeah. been condensed down in any way, shape, no, or form. they've probably just been expanded, if anything, more yeah. and more and more. Rough. Oh, God. I think they announced this stuff because I don't think it's going to be able to launch in the holiday season. 
that's very possible you as well with the, the coronavirus coming out this year. Ooh. No, I do not. That's with a hot take. Well, we already Dude, know the, the manufacturing. Having, yeah, right Nintendo's now. having issues mm-hmm. with manufacturing as is, so it Awful. would make sense they're having issues on PlayStation and Xbox's side as well. I mean, yeah, perhaps I'm wrong, and maybe they could put it into an American, you know, manufacturing facility. <laughs> Doubtful. That might not even be safe for too much longer. So here's yeah. the question. Do you delay or do you put yourself in a Nintendo Wii situation where Ooh. you only release a certain amount, oh but the God. demand is so crazy that everyone's like, what does this console have to get my hands on? Where moms kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. You're getting at people go and kill each other. Brian wants to see fist fights. <laughs> I want to see blood. Call Dana um, White. Let's book a you fight. You have to Let's earn this Xbox. <laughs> I, I think they just announced an awkward date. Hmm. I mean, I don't I don't think it's going to be a normal date. I mean, maybe it comes out this year, but it comes out at a weird, 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 weird time. Uh, I'm like past Friday years. Release. Oh, God, that'd be <laughs> awful. Um, I'm just I just don't see it from a manufacturing perspective. And if you move it over to another country to manufacture it, not in China, the the costs you would have would be insane. Oh, yeah. To make that. I mean, that would make your your loss of your product that much more. I mean, maybe you take the hit. And you just play the long game with it. You're Microsoft, right? So you've just got gobs and gobs of cash. But you know the way that that company also works is each company's, you know, each division is really almost ran independently as a separate company. I mean, you have to assume that they've been building them, right? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know. I would think uh, that they probably at least started at the beginning of this year, maybe, or maybe they don't start until the end of this fiscal year. Or See, they that way the they base. don't have it on hand and they don't, I mean, they don't have taxes on it or something because I'm, I'm sure they can whip these out pretty quick. I would think, I don't, I, I guess I don't know what the lead time on producing an actual console is in the, the manufacturing side of it, but I wouldn't think it's that insane. I, I don't know. Maybe not. I, think I mean, I it's a lot of material. Uh, we, yeah, my company, is. we work with China on, uh, we don't do electronics, but we work with China all the time for manufacturing Yeah, and uh, it's about a 90 day uh turnaround start getting containers is um it? so it's so but electronics is like that, that yeah. china yep. machines and plants and- not not only that it's not it's this isn't like the iphone right where yeah majority so first of all iphone much smaller device and the majority of the inside of the device is actually made by apple the screens made by samsung this is like an amd chip in it right this has a ton all of different of companies yeah. inside of this all mm-hmm. in, all inside of it I mean, That's there's true. just so many variables where if it gets nicked somewhere, I mean, it's just, you know, you can, hey, we can build 80% of this Xbox One X, but we can't finish it off. Well, in manufacturing, I mean, you just want to do it seamless through the whole process. You don't want to have right. skids and skids of, you know, three-quarter built Xbox One Xs. <laughs> right, have, right, yeah. yeah, Series Xs that don't have a lid on the top of them. <laughs> or you have quality issues like how the switch was bending yeah. when it first was coming out and stuff. What? Like yeah, that. Or quality issues with the Xbox One. Yeah. Right when that launched. I sent two of them back. Disc wow. issues. The disc tray. Yeah. yeah. Or not disc tray, but the uh optical mm. drive. I both times you'd put a disc in it and it'd start screaming at you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep, well, this is gonna have to go back. And that's when I swore I would never buy another console on release day. But then I started a podcast and now I feel obligated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, here I we think, are. I think in, in a month, in two months, if the coronavirus is still around as, or it's gotten worse than what it is right now, 
there's no way they're launching a Sin Hall this season. I, mean, I think that's a, I think that's a safe bet. I mean, because the Chinese just got off Chinese New Year, um, yep. so we're just now starting to see people come back to the plants for you know yep. after a month of being off for a month. Um, so this is really the first month that we're getting to see what production is going to look like with the coronavirus. So um, yeah, yeah, next stuck. thirty to forty five days is is really going to be that telltale sign. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's super interesting. PlayStation's made in China as well, right? I assume everything is made in China these days. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe so. Now you got me concerned. I mean, I don't, I th- I would think so as well, but I don't, I don't well, you know. You never know. It could be like one of those things where they make it like, you know, South Korea Taiwan? or something like that. Nah, Taiwan like still produce a lot of things. I don't ever see like made in Taiwan very often. Old Navy anymore. shirts. <laughs> yeah. So Sony is primor- primarily China. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Even though they're based out of Japan, they're still primarily China. Which is a okay. weird relationship because they don't get along at all. <laughs> so I'm surprised that works out. But uh, we get along if you have money for them to build. Something. <laughs> they do <enough>. not care. <laughs> so the moral of the story is start writing Santa now. Yes. Um, yes. Get your letters in early and, and hopefully and that'll maybe get you take here. some boxing classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MMA, jiu-jitsu, no- something. There's yeah. no way that they would do that again, like that happened with the Wii, right? But also at the same time, maybe know, that helped the Wii. We also sold like crazy. Yeah, that maybe we're also talking about the theory you guys had about the Sonic movie. You know, bad press is good press. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Xbox oh, could just be like, my you know, hey. God, Microsoft made the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tweet Phil Spencer right now to make wow. an answer. Oh my God, <laughs> what a leap that was! <laughs> Genius. Genius. Uh, it'd be interesting too because I bet you the media, like if it's still around the coronavirus and people are going to buy all these, I bet you the media would be like, careful when you're opening your Xbox. <laughs> this year's Christmas present could also be a death wish. Yeah. Like it's in the plastic. Pair your PlayStation 5 with a hazmat suit. It yeah. just it goes perfectly like, together. It's just, I worth feel, it. I, I feel like that's going to be legit. Like if this, if this makes it, because they're saying what, this thing dies if it gets too hot, possibly. They don't even know. Which I, I rebuke that because I would say it's in Australia already. It's super hot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are getting it. You know, it's not dying off. I mean, I, I would see like Christmas time. People are like wondering about what's under the tree this Christmas. Like maybe we're going to go back to like the old school days of like ball in a cup. <laughs> 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 for Christmas, they're like a wooden horse. <laughs> you oh, legit yeah. won't know what's under the tree for Christmas this year because nobody knows if it's going to be here or not. That's right. It's going to be like uh, the division. It's just the entire city is going to be, you know, snowing and everybody's going to be evacuated. And <laughs> we we actually made that comparison the other day. We're like, this is literally the setup of the division. Like, yeah. it's passed through the money and all sorts of <laughs> shit. Like, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. I've played this and I've been disappointed. <laughs> I'm waiting to be activated as an agent. Uh. <laughs> I've lived this, I've played this, and yet I'm still disappointed. <laughs> Someone's going to make a game too, totally called like COVID-19. So but. here's my thought is like, uh, I was post, I was tempted to post a tweet because we were going to be going to um, PAX East uh, uh, when we first were debating it. And uh, now everybody's backing out of it. And I'm like, there's going to be somebody showing up in poor taste with like cosplay. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. And I'm like, that's going to just be a, or just saying like infected with, you know, Corona. And I'm like, that's not a joke to play around with right no. now. Just, 
Dude. But, no. it's, but it's going to happen. It's Someone's going to do it at PAX. I'm surprised. See, if it was, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but if it was to do it, you guys see Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. You know that you know twenty three nineteen. I knew exactly where you were going. Twenty three nineteen. Just randomly start lysoling. You'd be yeah. In the you'd building. be like those those yellow bodysuit guys that are all like weird shaped and have like the different like portholes <laughs> and stuff on them. Twenty three nineteen. Oh no. Oh god. Yeah. Don't do that. Nobody do that. But you're absolutely yeah, right. Someone's absolutely going to be like the coronavirus for cosplay or something like that. We'll see a be... Kotaku article on Monday about it. Oh, I'm Ooh, sure. Jason Trier will cover shade. that. <laughs> some shade. My, my Twitter is just Kotaku shade 100. percent It's just oh, yes. dude, I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh, I'm right there with you. My oh, wife the uh, past weekend, and like there'll be things I show her, and like she's my gauge on like whether it's stupid or whether it's like oh, just let it go, Same. and it. If, if I show her something and she goes, it's stupid, I'm like, oh, it's fair game. I can go after them. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I shared like a clickbaity title or whatever, Janelle, about like something like something with the like games and politics. I'm like, it's like, does this make sense? She's like, that's really dumb. Who wrote mm. that? I'm like, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter, but I'm going to shit all over them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll probably be some crazy clickbait article. That being said, uh, Kotaku, if you're hiring. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, It'll be some crazy article where it's like, you know, people were racist because of the coronavirus and blocking mm-hmm. PAX East. And Gamer gets arrested for spreading this, fake coronavirus. Yeah, guy Sneeze from probably going to take bad. us down with him too. Yeah, yeah. Some idiot Pick podcast from, from Indiana was like, "Yeah, no, Can- go ahead and do this." And Canadian, Canadian, uh, Canadian immigrant, uh, uh, <laughs> mildly popular <laughs> podcast host. Uh, gets arrested for dressing as Monsters Inc. character and screwing twenty three nineteen. That's stranding booth. <laughs> Boston <laughs> mayor issue statement. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Video from event two seconds. Four twenty p. It's not filmed. If you look closely, mode. you can clearly see Jeff in this really <laughs> <great> outline. <laughs> if you hear him scream twenty three nineteen, you know it's him. Yeah. <laughs> Going full circle, guys. I think you have a great idea for your first TikTok video. Let's get you out yeah. to <laughs> Yeah, twenty three nineteen. I don't uh, think that's the way I want to blow up. I, <laughs> nope. I don't think it would work out. I, I mean, I think for some it would, but I don't think many would stick around. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're gonna close the show out. Uh, if you want to uh, join us on Patreon, become a patron over there. Go to patreon.com/slash Diggity Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find me on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. You can also find me on Xbox One at Luscious Brody and on PlayStation Wolverine's cousin. Brian, do you want to give out your PSN? You yeah. Know, if you don't uh, want to. There's no, creepy people fine. out there. My PSN <laughs> is uh, Bob Iger quit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my PSN oh. is Bryant Chappelle 1. And then uh, my Google Stadia, of course, is Bryant Chappelle 1. Cool. Guys, uh, leave us a review, whether it's a comment on one of our YouTube videos or a review on our iTunes page. We appreciate it. Uh, it helps us spread the word of Diggity across all different platforms. And thank you to those who have done already. And until next time, guys, we'll see you for the Friday show. Thanks, Brian, for joining us. Thanks for having me.